our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Today's Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls at Startup, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me, I have the treat of having Bree for a four-part series, a six-figure business owner who made her first six figures in the first year of business. We are so excited to have Bree join us for a mini-series. I cannot wait to get started, so let's get into the show, and of course, let us know what you think. Now, before we get into the episode, we want to thank our season sponsor, Rentap. Paying rent is a hassle, but what if we told you there's an easier and more straightforward way? Meet Rentap, your ultimate rent-paying sidekick. No more ATM trips, no more checks, and no more app juggling. Rentap deposits your rent directly into your landlord's account hassle-free. Plus, it's free to you, and your landlord doesn't need an account either. But here's the kick. Rentap doesn't just stop at rent. They're all about helping you build a brighter financial future. There's even an option to report rent payments to boost your credit score, making home ownership more achievable. For our GTI listeners, we've got an exclusive deal. Use our referral link rent.app/gti for $50 cash back on your first rent payment. Ready to simplify? Check out the referral link in the description or head over to rent.app slash GTI and make rent a breeze. Brie, I'm so excited to have you back for a second week of the show. We are very lucky to have you here. Last week, we learned a little bit about your story, you know, growing up, your way that you just navigated life. And now you have a successful business, six-figure business that has done really well. You are living a life where you've got a beautiful car, you've got amazing friends, you travel, you I, like you live that clean girl aesthetic that you see on TikTok. That is your life that we see. And I know you personally, and that's a life that I also see in person. It's not like a facade, but you sometimes talk about something and it ruffles my feathers. Here we go. And maybe ruffle my feathers is not the right word. It just makes me skip past the story. Mm-hmm. And you talk about manifestation and manifestation in business and like this idea of 
I, I don't know, like lucky girl syndrome mm-hmm. or just like manifesting the life that you want and the business you want. And in my head and the way I've grown up, I've just been like, no, if you want something, you work for it. I can't think of it coming into my life. So in this episode, I just wanted to understand how we could learn from what you've done. And Mm -hmm. I will ask a couple of hard questions if I'm just like, I just don't get it. But Mm -hmm. can you teach us how we can use manifestation to improve our businesses? If that's possible, I feel sick saying that. I believe in this so wholeheartedly. And I'm really excited to talk to you about it today because a point you just made, I think is really valid to look at when we're looking at our belief systems as humans. So for me growing up, my mum is extremely spiritual and so is my dad actually. And so growing up, mum used to do what we call like healing hands. So if Simone and I got sick, say we had a sore tummy or like a sore throat, my mum would come into our room, put her hands over whatever area was sore and channel energy to heal that. And to some people, this will sound so whack and so crazy, (laughs) but this is what I learned growing up is that there is frequency, there is energy all around us and we can tap into that to get an outcome that we desire. So growing up, that was my belief system. So for you, I feel like it was quite opposite. Well, I guess actually now that you say that, my mum had a very similar belief system. I just was the like non-committed child. But like she would say, like my mother would say things like when I'd be cooking, I'm not a good cook. So I'd obviously be like annoyed and angry and maybe I'd be swearing. I was just not a good cook in the kitchen. (laughs) And my mom was like, don't be angry when you cook because those vibrations are going to go into the food that you're cooking. And then the food that you feed us, we're going to have those vibrations, which made me as a person that hated cooking, hate it even more. Like I was cooking harder. (laughs) Like I was stirring aggressive. I was chopping with anger. You want the bad vibes? Here they come. (laughs) Like if you saw, yeah, it just didn't work on me. So I had a similar upbringing Mm -hmm. or like, yeah, my mom believes in like vibes and vibrations. Mm -hmm. She's very spiritual and very religious Mm -hmm. and she is a Sikh. And so a lot of the uh, spirituality is, yeah, like around and My dad doesn't believe in God, but he believes in energy. And he's like, the universe, you know, is this energy and energy gives you life. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I just grew up differently, not because of my parents, just Mm. there was this resistance. Wow. I find that fascinating because I do feel like we are products of our environment, but you are different. You were rebellious. You thought, no, you know what? I don't want to believe in that. You've got to work hard. Yeah. That's so interesting. So I guess for me, there is a big misconception when it comes to manifesting that I try to teach my friends and people online. And it's not just about wanting something and saying you're going to get it. That is one of a thousand elements to what we call manifesting Mm -hmm. or vibration or energy. And so for me, there is no right or wrong way to manifest. I think there is a big misconception when it comes to manifesting that there is a right and wrong way to do it. And I think it scares people. But for me, I have a formula that I've lived by since a young age. If it was a sports team I wanted to get into, if it was a guy that I really liked that I wanted to date, I mean, it didn't work for passing my exams, obviously, but it's really worked for everything else. And so for me, it's a mix of believing in the end goal and not seeing any other outcome and then also working hard towards it. Okay. It's not just going, okay, I want that. That's going to show up like my Tesla on my vision board. That's not just going to show up at my house one day. I have to work hard to get there, mm-hmm. but I know there is no doubt in my mind. There is no doubt in the universe that I'm going to have it. It's just, I have to work for it. I see. 
And what does that mean in business? Like, did you manifest having a successful business? Did you manifest making six figures? Like, what was that like at the start of your business journey? So going back to the vision board that I did, that ultimately was the decider for me leaving my job, looking at that and going, everything on here I need to be self-employed to achieve. So that was the first step. I had a vision board. I had a goal. I had a set of images of things that I wanted to achieve. And so I had to take the step to get there. And that first step was going self-employed. And then from there, once I did that, I wrote a new goals list. And I actually do, this is so crazy. So you're going to think I'm nuts, but I do new moon and full moon ceremonies. I don't think that's that rituals. crazy. Okay. Really? Let, let me clarify. I do not judge what people do because I have seen it all. Like <laughs> okay. I really have like my, if you looked at the people I am friends with, we are from so many different walks of life. And so for me, I love it. I'm down for it. It's just like, I could not mm -hmm. do something I didn't believe in myself. Mm -hmm. Like I would come and support your moon ritual. I just and maybe I'd even do it, but I don't know if I'd believe it in my <laughs> you heart. You don't believe it, but I'll participate. Yeah. Okay. I used to go to the temple and like go with my mom and like participate. And I loved the social activities and stuff. But like I was an atheist from six years old. Like I just. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You are one funny human. I am. If someone's listening and they're like, look, I see this stuff and I genuinely see that it's worked for people like yourself mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so many amazing women that have started businesses and used manifestation as one mm -hmm. of their strategies, it clearly has an impact. If someone's at the very start, how would we go about implementing mm -hmm. this and what do we need to believe in and what do we need to do? Absolutely. So for me, your thoughts become your reality. And this is a belief, again, I've held from a very young age. So if I went into business in those first three months that I gave myself to succeed, to get clients, to sign people on, to make money, if I had believed from the beginning I couldn't do it, I wouldn't have done it. I would have failed. If I told myself, you can't do it, who's going to want to work with you? Then that would have affected everything I did in my business for the first three months. But my mindset was, I'm going to achieve. People are going to want to sign me on. The work I produce is going to be of my highest quality. I had a set of beliefs that I took into my first three months of business that ultimately helped me achieve. And I think it's a form of believing in yourself, self-belief. It's also a form of manifestation because I knew the goal, money, client-wise. I knew what I wanted to achieve and I knew that I was going to get there, but I had to work hard in order for that manifestation to come to fruition. Okay, I'm with you. And so what did you do? Like, did you, what were your rituals? T teach me about this. <laughs> so I'm going to take you back to the, the moon ceremonies because I love them. So new moon and full moon, right? So with the new moon, it's my time to manifest. Mm -hmm. And with the full moon, it's my time to release. Oh. Yes. So every new moon, when it comes about, I have a ceremony and they're kind of similar in ways. So I write down with the new moon, everything I want to manifest in the next month three months, six months, 12 months. So the 12 months one, ones stay relatively the same because those are my long-term goals. Goals, manifestations, same, same in a way, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like manifestations can be a bit more out the gate in terms of like cars, money, but ultimately they are goals. And so I always have it as like a really sacred time when I do my moon ceremonies. So I write down everything over the next four weeks that I want to achieve or that I want to come to fruition and to happen. And I even used to write down things on there around my skin. I had really bad acne for so long. So I'd write down skin goals. I'd write down business goals. I'd write down clients I wanted to sign on. And I take a photo of it every single month that I do this. 
And I look back and a lot of it's coming true. It's, it's crazy. And so I sit Your down. skin looks amazing. Thank you. It hasn't always looked like this. It's called Manifestation Doll. I should look into it because my skin is going the other way. Yeah. I have perfectly clear skin and this year it has been a spiral. Okay, I'm going to get you to manifest this. We're going to actually make this work for you for manifesting. Are we going to put proactive out of business? Yeah, we are. We are. It's a new <laughs> business called Breeze Manifestation Rituals to Clear Skin. Okay. It's an ebook, one ninety nine. No, I'm kidding. And this is, this is where you resist because I'm like, well, why don't we just manifest better health? Like, why do we go to doctors? Like, why don't we just believe that we get better? Like, I lose it yeah. at that point because I don't see how believing in something can lead to something else but then as you're explaining it in goals and like I think it's so smart like when you say ritual and you say moon ritual mm-hmm. excuse you you can't help but think like wolverines mm-hmm. and you're sacrificing yeah. and you're drinking like yeah. a bloody mary and Okay, well, the, I mean, I can't. The most extreme I go to in these moon ceremonies is I put my crystals in a circle, and I sit in the middle of the crystals, and then I burn the piece of paper. So it's like, that's as far as it goes, though. You know what? I'll come over okay. one day. Can this you? Is cool. There's actually a new moon tomorrow. <gasps> yeah, I'm going to Antarctica tomorrow. <laughs> okay, no, that trumps it. No, you go to Antarctica. You can you do that, and then you can come back. Antarctica, sim. I manifest, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I didn't manifest it. I, hear me out. So I had a friend who was going to Antarctica and she was like, do you want to come? And I was like, absolutely. And then my friend couldn't go anymore. And I was like, I still want to go. So I booked my flights yesterday and I'm going tomorrow. You're going solo to Antarctica on two days notice. Yes. <laughs> I need to go and buy like the um, the pamphlet was like, just bring what you would bring on a ski trip. And I was like, I am Indian. I do not go on ski trips. I don't know what people take to ski trips. <gasps> awesome. So I'm going to have to do, I'm going to go shopping tonight <laughs> and buy like thermals. Yes. And a Kathmandu. <laughs> yes. Yes. And a beanie and gloves and uh, thick socks. Okay. Yep. You're going to have to help me manifest a list uh, of what I need to do. I don't even know if you can Google that, what to take on a trip to Antarctica, because who's writing an article on that? No one goes there. Well, they're, they're going to provide parkers. Is that what they're called? Par- like, they're going to provide like big oversized jackets that you wear. Well, that's nice. Oh, a parker? I think that's <laughs> okay. what they're called. And boots. Snow okay. boots. Wow. You crack me up. It's gonna, otherwise, it's going to be tights and a Kathmandu like, puffage. And your casual $12 Kmart beanie or something like that that you'll pop it, on. It's going to be – why would I – okay. <laughs> wow, you're crazy. Where were we going with that, Sim? Oh, I'm crazy. You were in a circle oh, of crystals yeah. burning a piece of paper. Let's go back <laughs> to it. Let's go back to that. Yeah, that is a bit crazy. Now, I say it out loud. I really hope that the investie besties don't come for me for that. No, I think I'm intrigued because it works. It like, does you work. have done so much and you've achieved so much and you have really good energy. Thank you. So something's working. That's the best compliment ever. That genuinely, you could give me a thousand compliments. Your skin looks good. Your hair looks good. I like the way you're dressed. But if someone says to me, you have good energy, I just melt. I'm like, that is the goal. That is the goal. And I love to hear that. I just know someone listening right now, even from like hearing you just say that, you can tell the good energy. You can feel it. Okay. So I'm going to come back to like the reason why I feel like everyone in business or in life needs to manifest or have an element of energy and vibration in their life. I think at the end of the day, it makes me a better person. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have the set of beliefs around, I can get anything I want in this life. 
if I didn't have that, I don't think I'd be where I am. Mm -hmm. And as successful as I have been to this point and as successful as I know I'm going to be, I don't think I can get to these milestones and get to these points without that belief system. And so I do things every single day that feed that, that help me get to that. And it isn't always easy. Some mornings I wake up and go, I want to stay in bed and crawl into a hole and tell everyone to, you know, you have those days. But if I wake up and I take a deep breath and I go, this is the energy of today. This is the vibration of today. These are the goals and the manifestations I want to come to fruition today. Then that just makes me a better person throughout the day and all of the hurdles that come my way, I've always got that manifestation and that vision board to look to and go, that's where I'm going. Mm. This isn't going to matter when I get there. Oh, wow. So it's definitely a belief system I carry. I'm, I'm falling. Good. I am being influenced. I'm glad. Can you give us an example of when this has worked for you? Oh, I've got so many. So I'm going to give you a example of manifesting in business. So four or five years ago, I worked at the New Zealand Music Awards as an intern, a volunteer. I just helped out there. And it was the best night I'd had in such a long time. I met great people in the industry. I got to meet artists. And from that point forward, I always wanted to work in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Initially, I wanted to do like music tours and like help with like the artist management, but obviously going down the route that I did with marketing and e-com and events, that kind of went out the window. But on my vision board, so I've got two vision boards, on my vision board from that year that I created, there was a big stage set up, a big music tour stage because I knew I wanted to work in the music industry. Fast forward to this year, I had a random email come through from a New Zealand touring company. So they do Bay Dreams, Audiology, all those big gigs. And it was actually a girl that I met four or five years ago at the Music Awards who now works for this business. And she reached out out of the blue and said, hey, Brie, connecting you with the team. They need someone to run their socials. Just thought this would be a great e-introduction. I have that vision board that I made 2017, 2018 after working that event. Every day I look at it. I've got both my vision boards. I achieved a lot of stuff on that vision board, so I made another one. But it's still there because there is still stuff on it I'm yet to achieve. So I have both of those. I look at that every single day. I look at that stage every single day and I go, I still want to get to that. And then I had this cold email come through putting me in touch with this team. I pitch myself. I talk about my work. And they sign me on. And so now I have a client who does some of New Zealand's biggest festivals as a client on my books for Savvy Social. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. Okay. I'm with you. Do you have any more? Because I'm just getting yeah. goosebumps and I, <laughs> no, I, love, I love a feel-good story. Okay. So I'm going to – I'll give you an example of my car because I feel like that relates to my business too. So on my vision board, I obviously have a Tesla, right? Yes. Want the Tesla still badly, but I've just got a brand new Audi. Oh, no. Just an Audi? Yeah. It's an Audi Q2 2023. It's got my savvy social on the side freebie on the plate and I had a Suzuki Swift before this Same. 150k plus old as a big ding in the back like it was embarrassing to drive because I'm trying to put forward this persona online as I can help your business grow on social I can do this I can do that I wouldn't even call it a persona it's like you who you are yeah totally like I'm trying to match my lifestyle to the service quality that I offer yes but it just wasn't aligning with the not car. with the swift no not with the swift especially with the ding in the back it just wasn't it and so I went down to Tauranga a couple of months ago and I was down there with my mum 
And that morning we were looking on Trade Me for Cars and I had a budget, I knew what I wanted to spend and we were looking at all sorts of different cars. And then we said, let's just go grab some lunch. So we went out in Bayfair and we're walking through the mall and right there in the mall is an Audi Q2 white dream gorgeous car. Like I looked at it and I fell in love instantly and I thought there's absolutely no way I can have that car. I've just been looking at these sort of cars and trade me like secondhand this that and mum took a photo of me standing in front of it at the time and I'm just like that car is everything and so I went away thought about it for a week and then it came over me like we talked about earlier where if I want something there's always a way to get there Mm. I'm gonna get there and so I bought that back to me and I had this vision of me in the car. So I was driving my Swift that evening and I just visualized that it was me in the Audi Q2. So I'm driving, I've got all these nice buttons, the wheel has Audi on it. And I like took myself into that car in that moment, but I was really driving my Swift. And then the next day my mum rings me up and goes, I booked you a test drive, come back down to the Mount. He's going to take you through all the options as to how you can get this car. And I was like, thanks mom, thanks so much. Went down there, sat with him for two hours, figured out a plan and then bought the car the next week. Oh my God. And it all just came down to seeing it, believing it and then taking actionable steps. And I got it. And I was so stoked. I am so proud of you. And I remember you weighing up the car and you, it is a beautiful car. It is. Like I, I love it. It's so you. It is so me, right? Okay. So I'm seeing that it's got like real life examples and I'm seeing that manifestation can work. I think what I'm starting to pick up is what you call manifestation. I do, but I do it in a, under a different name. Mm-hmm. Like I drive my, I used to have a Swift too, and I would sit in my Swift and pretend it was my dream car. Yes. And I was like, I just believed in this idea that if I drive as if I own my dream car, mm-hmm. I'm just going to show up better. Yes. And then when I did sit in my dream car, I got a chance to, Look, I'm not quite there to buy it, but I got to sit in a Lamborghini Urus. <gasps> I went into the showroom and I was like, can I just sit in this? And I was like, I don't feel uncomfortable. This mm. car doesn't feel too good for me because I have felt like I You tapped can. into the energy, Sim. You oh got my God. the vibration. Oh, my God. I'm one of the uh, the manifest girlies now. No, I feel like you are. And and honestly, look, I think the thing with manifesting, and I think it's the same across like religion, for example, is that everyone believes in their own God, unique to their religion. I feel like manifesting and believing in energy is quite similar. Like for you, if you're quite a logical sort of person, you'd write out your goals and your goals would be on a little A4 piece of paper and it'd be one, two, three, okay, that's four. Rude. <laughs> no, and that's like, that's your goals. And you just look at the goals and that might be like a 12 month thing, a five year yeah. thing. But for me, I put images to it. I put feelings to it. Yeah. I put emotions to it. I'm like, how am I going to feel when I achieve that? How am I going to feel on the journey to that? Like I think about it differently, but ultimately we're doing the same thing. Yeah. Cause I did make a vision board and I made it my Good. desktop wallpaper. Yes. When, like when I quit my job, it had places I've never, like I hadn't traveled before. So I had like Santorini and Venice and Big Ben. I really wanted to see Big Ben. Everyone gives me so much crap for that, but I just wanted to see Big Ben. Empire State Building. It had business class, like flying business class. It had it had a woman sitting in a cafe with a laptop because I was like, I want to be able to work. That's amazing. In a cafe with a laptop. Yeah. These were goals. Yes. 
For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increase revenue, expanded reach and enhance customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. And at the end of the year, I ticked off everything on this vision board. Amazing. Like I flew business class for the first time. I got to have a job where I could, you know, I can take my laptop and do mm. girls that invest emails in a cafe. I visited all those countries. And so as you're saying this all out loud, I'm like, I look at my vision board every day. I put these things down. Maybe there is this inherent, and I I, I was a bit candid with these things. Maybe there's inherent like internalized view of looking at manifestation in a Mm. negative way Mm because it's such a girly thing. It is such a girly thing. And it also gets pumped online, especially on TikTok with all these different terms for it. And it overcomplicates it. And it makes it sound like it's something that's like not, actually real it's like oh the girls manifest we're just manifesting it gives me girl math energy yes i know i get that and i think that's the label that's been put on it can i ask you though if you didn't really believe in manifesting when you wrote down those goals and you had those images did you wholeheartedly know that you were going to have those yes good see that's the energy and that's like as you were saying like this this is how you manifest i was like oh i do that but to me i just call it self-belief Like I just had a different name for it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just know, and it is insane. I just know that these all will come true. I have a Birkin on there. Obviously (gasps) don't have a Birkin yet. Yes. Can you take me when you buy that, by the way? (laughs) It's on my vision board as well. (laughs) Getting a Birkin with Sim. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But yeah, these are the things. And I just like, I just always call it like deep set belief. Like Mm -hmm. I just know that no matter what it takes, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing you. What are the things that you do? You said you have a morning ritual. Can Mm -hmm. you walk us through that? Absolutely. Can I swear on here? Because there's a word I say in the mirror every morning. I can't say it. We have sponsors. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to have to mute it. But I wake up every single morning and I do mirror work. So I get out of bed. I take a breath. I think about the energy that I want to bring to that day. I walk towards my mirror, which is just opposite my bed. And I say, it's time to be a bad beep at myself in the mirror so look myself in the mirror it's time to be a bad babe and then I talk to myself and I say you are beautiful you are loved you're a hard worker and you're an overachiever and I just look at myself and I repeat whatever my words of affirmation are that day and it's confronting looking at yourself and saying these things but that puts me in such a good mood especially say like I had a a bad day the day before and I wake up and I don't want to carry on that energy Mm -hmm. to that new day And I say those words over and over until I feel like I'm set in that energy for the day. So that's one thing I do. 
You should try it. It's honestly so powerful. I just want like everyone to do that. It's so powerful. And you do get emotional because your relationship with yourself is like the most sacred, incredible thing ever. And the way you talk to yourself should be the most sacred and incredible thing ever. But most of the time it's not. And so having those words in the morning when you can look in the mirror and you can pick anything you want to say. I used to say, you have clear skin. I, when I was younger and I had a goal weight to get to, I don't care about that anymore, but I'd say you weigh this much. Like I would actually talk to myself about like what I am and who I want to be and how I want to present. Yeah. So powerful. I do that in different ways. I once saw someone talk, I think it was maybe Mel Robbins and she was like, every day you should wake up in the morning and high five the mirror. Oh, I love that. And I was just thinking about, oh God, I'm so Asian. I was just thinking about like the dirty handprint <gasps> on the mirror. Sim. I was like, I don't want to make my mirror dirty, so Sim. I'm not going to high five myself. I think that should be your new thing every morning is that you don't care about that handprint on the mirror. You high five yourself. I would high five myself and then I would quickly clean, clean it, it out. That's fine. You're still doing the action. <laughs> I love this. Okay. I'm with you. So if someone is listening in and they're ready and they have, you know, you've convinced, I mean, you've convinced me, but you've been convinced us to take manifesting really seriously. So we've got the moon ritual and you write down your goals. And then what do you do when the moon changes? Mm -hmm. So on a full moon, I do a release. Yeah. So on the full moon, I release anything I feel like is no longer serving me. And I've done this with friendships. Really? I've done this with relationships. I've done this with so many different things. So an example might be I write down, I release any friendships that are no longer serving me to my highest good. And I write that down and no word of a lie. I started doing this properly, properly, like every month on the month in 2018, I think it was. And over the next couple of months, I noticed friends drop off for no apparent reason. There was genuinely no reason. I was friends with people one day and then all of a sudden the communication just kind of fell back. Neither of us tried and the friendship, there wasn't a reason why we weren't friends anymore, but these friendships actually started to subside and new friendships came in. And I reflect back on that and I'm like, to me, and you won't believe this at all, but to me, I'm going, oh my God, the universe is putting these new people in the place of those old people who are no longer serving me. No, I totally believe that. That's Dude. so cool. Okay, yeah. good. At the time, though, it kind of feels like the end of the world. Like you're 20 and you're like, these people don't like me anymore. Yeah. But no, like I look back, I'm like, you're asking for a break. You said release friendships that no longer serve me. Well, bye-bye. The universe said bye. They're leaving. Oh, my God. And so you did that. You did that for releasing things. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else in that in the ritual that you do? For the full moon? For the full moon. Yeah, it's honestly like anything. So you can go into like energies. You can go into moods. So I went into skin, like I said to you before, and find that actually write down. I know you'd be like, Brie, you can't manifest money, but you can. Oh, good. Okay, good. I actually write down, I release any financial blocks that are in the way of me achieving my financial goals. Maybe I am a manifestation girly. I had on my vision board, it was my bank account and I got on like paint or whatever canva I think and I put a million dollars in my bank account and when I had a million dollars in that bank account I was like oh wow like this isn't surprising because I saw it every day on my vision board you blow my mind do you know what I think you actually are a manifesting girly but you've tried to convince yourself for so long that you're not yes and it's just about hard work yes and it is it is about hard work but also give some credit to the universe and the energy and the vibration that you put out there by putting these things in place and going, that's what I want to achieve. You're being helped with the energy and the vibe and the feeling around getting that. 
Okay, I'm with you. And so you do your morning routine, you have your moon rituals. Is there anything else that you do that we can learn from, that we can start implementing to help our businesses grow? Visualization is super important. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really important element of manifesting. Whether you're visualizing your business in five years' time, where you want to be, the team who's around you, your product range, take five minutes before you fall asleep to visualize what you want, I think is really important because then you actually put a picture to it in your mind and you can see what that outcome that you're working towards looks like. And I'll give you an example that's got nothing to do with business, but it worked for me for winning a competition and meeting Sean Mendes, who was on my vision what? board. No, this is crazy. This is my craziest manifesting story. You didn't story. bring this up earlier. You were like, I got an Audi. No, I was like, <laughs> no, but you said business. I was okay, like, hey, okay. business. Yeah, I'm with you. But no, for any of the investing besties listening who have a celebrity crush, you can meet them, guys. It's achievable. So basically, I was obsessed with Shawn Mendes in 2019, like unhealthily obsessed. <laughs> he was my guy. And he was coming to New Zealand in November that year. I did not have tickets. This was in about September. I had no idea how I was going to meet him. He was the only music I listened to, all his music videos. I liked all his Instagram posts. He was my screensaver on my phone. I had a boyfriend at the time. But yeah, I, was I was gonna like, say you had a obsessed. partner. I did, yeah. But he wasn't Sean Mendes. <laughs> he wasn't. He really wasn't. And Sean Mendes was my whole fast as well. So <laughs> I had to like, I was holding into that. And so I got in the car one day and he was actually on my vision board. He still is, because I still want to marry him one day. But I got in the car, the edge was on, and as soon as I got in the car, turned the engine on, it said, win a meet and greet with Sean Mendes. Literally the moment I got in my car. Ring up now. So I called got through and it was a competition and it ran for a whole week, Monday to Friday. And it was the Shawn Mendes trivia. Every day you had to verse another fan who rang up and do three Shawn Mendes questions. And whoever won at the end of the week, who is still standing, won a meet and greet and tickets to the show. And it was me. <gasps> yeah. And so I met him. Oh my God. Yeah. And I visualized that moment for so long. Like I even visualized what I was wearing. Like when I'd lay in bed and I hadn't won, I'd lay in bed five minutes and visualize all the stuff I wanted to achieve. Business was on there. Sean Mendes was on there. And I actually wore the outfit that I visualized myself wearing when I met him. Your partner's like, hey, do you want to talk about your day? You're like, sorry, I'm visualizing Sean Mendes. So I'm just like having a moment with Sean in my head. Like, babe, like, just babe. wait. <laughs> your turn. <laughs> but it worked. Wow. Mm. That is crazy. So visualization, whatever it is you want to achieve, whether it's launching a business or having a family or finding your ideal partner, take a moment before you sleep because that's when your subconscious brain is the most susceptible to energy and to thoughts. And your subconscious brain actually can't tell yes from no or right from wrong. All the information that goes into there, it filters it the same way. You just answered my question. I was going to ask, why do you think manifestation works? I think it works, A, because you know what you want. There's such intent behind mm -hmm. wanting to achieve something that your brain then figures out a way to get there. Mm -hmm. If it's like, even say it's like a goal weight or like a fitness level you want to get to, if you really actually want to achieve that, there's no doubt in your mind that you're going to get fit. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Your brain will then take steps to get there, whether it's walking every morning, going to the gym, doing things like that. Like your brain will find a way to get there. Mm -hmm. And the more you feed it to your subconscious, that information, that reality that you're trying to manifest, your brain will find a way to do it. That is beautiful. I'm actually 100% convinced. I didn't think Good. this was going to happen within 35 minutes, but you've done it. I'm <laughs> could keep going. A minute. You could keep going? Yeah. This is amazing. What's the difference between manifestation and lucky girl syndrome? I sound like a boomer. No, I love it. It's 
basically the same thing. I think it's just a new term that's come out, lucky mm-hmm. girl syndrome. But what I like about lucky girl syndrome is it highlights a really key part of manifesting as a whole. And it's like, I can get that. It's like that that chill sort of like not being obsessed with the outcome, like in a desperate way. You have to be obsessed with it in like a chill way. Like if you I have was to let like, it come to you. You have to let it come to you. It's like, I don't chase, I attract. And I feel like lucky girl syndrome is like, I'm so lucky. It's just going to come to me. Like I'm going to get it. And it's that chill sort of mindset of knowing it's coming to you, but not being desperate over the outcome. Like if I was like, Sean, I want to meet Sean, like being crazy about it. I wouldn't have met him. The universe would have said, no, you're too desperate there. So I was chill about it. I was like, I'm meeting him. It's happening. Like I was chill. And I think lucky girl syndrome is manifesting, but it highlights that element of like, don't be desperate. Just believe it's coming. So if I put my logical science hat on, Mm -hmm. what I'm hearing is manifestation is having the belief in yourself, this unwavering belief in yourself. And visualization is the reminder of your goals and your belief in yourself. The moon phases that you do is like constant check-ins because it's monthly. Mm -hmm. You almost have smart goals. Mm -hmm. Like you've got a goal, you've got a date, you, you check in with yourself. And then lucky girl syndrome is you releasing what you can't control Mm -hmm. and being like, I can just do my best and I can manifest it and I know Mm -hmm. it's going to come to me, but I am not going to try and control everything. Mm -hmm. And you're letting that go and you're coming in with a calm state because Mm -hmm. you're not so hyperly obsessed with the goal that you maybe miss things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You sum that up so well. And I want to add to that. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Like I said in the beginning, people listening to this who might also be into manifestation might have a completely different way of doing their new moon or full moon release. They might have a different way of doing their vision board. They might do their mirror work differently. But at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong way. It's got to work for you and your Mm. energy and what you want to achieve. So figure out from the information you've got from today, how can I apply this to my life? I don't have to do everything that Bree said, but I can find a way that works for me that ultimately gets me to that place of that highest frequency and that highest vibration. And if we want to learn more about like channeling a higher vibration, I'm going to vomit. Um, if we have to learn more about that stuff, how do we do it? What's the resource that you have liked? Oh my gosh, there are so many. Gabby Bernstein, I believe is her name. She was probably the first person that taught me about manifesting. She's a podcast and a book. And since it's the only book I've ever read in my life, I want to get the name right. I believe it is Gabby Bernstein. And the book was incredible. A real entry-level starter to anyone who's looking at building up that belief system to manifest. She's amazing. Her podcast is great. She has a TikTok channel. She's probably the number one resource I go to because she was the first that I really heard about. But again, it comes like we've got TikTok, we've got Google, we've got the internet. It's all about researching and finding a way that works for you. And understanding like, okay, if that person does moon ceremonies, I don't want to do that. You don't have to do that. You can do something different. I love that. A really great person that I love is Tam Kaur, T-A-M Kaur. She's got the same surname as me. She is blowing up on YouTube. She went from 2,000 to 800,000 subscribers on YouTube (gasps) this year. Wow. She is this like young British and she's got a British accent, which is, you know. Was she on Diary of a CEO? Did she interview him? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. She is everywhere. She's doing so well. And I have, yeah, just been, she's got a new podcast that's come out, but she's on TikTok, Instagram, but mainly YouTube. Amazing. Yeah. She talks about this stuff and I'm like, 
God, it's, I mean, it's working for her. And that's a great example too for you finding someone who you believe in and you relate to. Literally the same important. last name. Yeah, right. You're like, we're the same last name. Simcoe, of course it can work for me Tamco. as well. Yeah. She also put the Girls That Invest book on one of her YouTube videos and I was like, maybe Lucky Girl Syndrome isn't so bad. No, right. You manifested that, Sim. You really did. Oh, Brie, this has been such a good episode. I am wholeheartedly going to do this full moon ritual i'll do okay. it tomorrow morning before my flight yes they're gonna be like ma'am you smell like burnt paper <laughs> and i'm like yeah i do the first night i did it in my new flat i almost set up the smoke alarm you yeah yeah i did it like in my room but now i do it outside under the moonlight but i was nervous my flatmates were gonna judge me so i did it in my room <laughs> i've got like a little bowl that i burn it in so just go outside yeah. my best advice. And you know what? They might judge you. Yeah. That's okay. Now they're okay with it. Now they're like, they see my crystals in a circle. They're like, it's fine. Bree's just at it again. And they're like, oh, interesting. I didn't realize the full moon had already come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you so much. This has been so helpful. We have been able to take away so many things and we will see you next week for part three of this partnership. We're going to be talking more about learning behind the scenes of your business, about marketing and how to speak to Gen Z. Thank Exciting. you so much. See you next week. Bye. And as always, to finish off with the disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. Always do your research and please do your due diligence.